0: like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair what got you here will not get you there join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share welcome to the business breakthrough podcast and here's your host SD Rand
1: and I think this is what so many people complain about because they don't they don't get it and people don't warn them and they don't understand so um, Like I've seen people who let's say they got a really good deal and they got a whole bunch of money in and someone's like, oh, invested in in this life insurance thing. It's fantastic. It's a great thing. And they put a bunch of money in, but it was only extra because they had done really well for a short period of time and then they need it. And then they're like and they're stuck. And this is what I didn't understand. And then they're stuck paying it in. And I think it's because they borrowed against it. Like I didn't understand. Well, this is
0: it's just bad planning. So so we as a company especially when we're working with entrepreneurs flexibility is a core value of ours meaning i want to i want to design a plan from day one and we have a mutual friend we both you know who was caught in a position and if designed properly he would have never been put in that position right. and the reason is is bad planning and greed yeah i mean we we have taken We're we're committed to truly help people meaning we make money don't get me wrong but we are truly serving the person and giving them the best deal, which in the short term per deal makes, gets us paid a lot less. And, and, and so for, let's go back to that $10,000 example. Not only do you have $7,000, let's say, that you could utilize, but the next year, your minimum premium, your minimum contribution is three grand. I, if I was your advisor or coach, I would say, all right, like let's make sure that we can at least pay that. And if, and if that's a little nervous, let's keep three grand in our plan just as a backup to next year if worst case scenario comes along. If we if we do a lump sum strategy, which a lot of entrepreneurs have, like they they don't want annually to commit to something, but they have they're sitting on some cash in their or a retirement account or whatever that they have. We can set up a plan from day one where I can self-fund, I call land the plane by itself after the first year contribution. Why is that important? Is I never, ever, ever want to be put in a situation where someone uh, is, is strapped and looking to cancel their plan just to survive. Right, because like if that, they cancel
1: it, they lose. my heart. Because it takes they that They cancel year. it, they
0: just lose out on the, the different – that's where canceling in the first couple of years is really a bad idea because it's, you get the cash value – of whatever is available, but it's, but it's less
1: than what you you put in and you lose. And this is why people complain about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, yes. And, and again, it goes back to there. You will find everyone, everyone in your city, you'll find someone that says they can do this. And, and they have no clue. They have no clue.
1: I love it. I love it because like I said, like when I spoke to you the first time when we met months ago, I, I totally got it. And then every time I mentioned it to someone, they poked another hole in it. But you know, you have some things in life where you're like, listen, I don't know enough about this, but I know someone who does and I trust them enough that I know that all these holes you're poking, I can't fill them, but I know someone right. who can. And, and just in this short amount of time, you've, you've sold everyone. So I love this because you know me, I love education. I'm such a big proponent. My course makes sure people right. never waste money on marketing again by educating them. What is all of marketing? What is all of marketing strategy? So no one can, can mess with you. And uh, what I'm so happy about in the time we've just spent so far, nobody can come guys now to you and sell you some kind of wacko life insurance investment and mess you over. You now know how this works. It takes about seven years to break even. If you cannot part with this money in good conscience and not look at it for at least seven years, don't invest it. Um, uh, Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. And if you can understand what an amazing tool this can be for you to invest your money and have use over it to continue to invest and grow it.
0: I want to clarify one thing. We help our clients year, use their money as early as year one. So it's not like I'm I'm not saying wait till year seven. No, and not use until it. Year I'm seven saying year seven. Use it, but they okay. can't
1: take it out. That's what I want people to understand because I think that's people right. Get right. Confused if you're if you're an yes, yeah, yeah,
0: set this up where it will it will work. This is a tool and asset that will serve you and your future generations for the rest of your life. Plain and simple. And it's going to be the, enha- and <laughs> I love that yeah. word. And it's going to enhance every other part of your life because you can that's a bold it statement. Exactly. That's a bold statement, but I promise we can back it up.
1: I'm excited. So Caleb, tell us, you, you know, you look 15, you're 23. I'm joking. Um, not really, but you, you built this company, you've got eight employees, you've got, you know, connections with, you know, incredible, um, people, I always say that, you know, something, one, one of my core values is to win the respect of the people I respect, you know, and I feel like you're in that place also. You have the respect of many of the people that you yourself respect. Um, what do you struggle with in the business?
0: That is, that is a great question. And it's, it's a, the, an F word, but not what everyone's thinking. <laughs> it's, it's the focus word. <laughs> focus. I I, I dug myself a mini hole right right there. Uh, Focus.
1: Focus is a five letter word, Um, (laughs) but it is it's a very significant five letter word for entrepreneurs because so many entrepreneurs are ADD. That's why I have toys in my office for all my AD clients to play with. Right. Um, I'm
0: I'm telling you, our and we just I mean we were just talking with our team before I hopped on this this uh, call with you, is our inability sometimes to say no is really sad. And I just have a heart to want to serve so many people, and I know that this can help so many people, but we're actually in the short term by saying yes to, to good things are saying no to great things. And it's one of the things that I write about in my book is opportunity cost. Mm-hmm. The real reason I believe and what I believe with money is my brain is an opportunity cost machine. Every decision you make has a consequence. If You spend a dollar today, you lose what that dollar could have earned you the rest of your life. If you don't have access to that dollar, you could have lose, lost out on that opportunity. There's a reason I believe in what I believe because I, in my head, I always play the long term and short term opportunity cost in my head. The same thing goes with your business. And so for me, focus is the key word. And, and for 2020, it's going to be intentional. I'm going to focus on, I want to be a, a man that's intentional with my relationships, with my team, with the way that we market. And, and I really believe that's going to yield a lot of results. And if you just look back on just this last week, how many ideas, how many things that I went after and that just aren't aren't gonna be around in three years. And so that's that's my quite frankly, the authentic truth to what I s what I'm struggling with the most right now. I
1: love that. I I thought about something similar. I just mentioned it on last week's show, actually. Um I don't know if I mentioned it live. I think I mentioned it in the green room before the show. Um, but so John Lee Dumas, who's big name in business podcasting, I had him on the show uh, ages ago, in, early on. And when I asked him this question, you know, dude, you're a superstar. What do you struggle with? He said that he struggles with something that he knows everyone at his level does, which is going down the wrong rabbit hole, you know? Um, and so you're you're in good company. <laughs> um, I mean, there there was one deal this year that I chased... Uh, this guy and we did a contract with this whole partnership and he was getting the team in the Philippines and I was bringing the strategy and we had this, it was great synergy. It was like, fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. And then boom, they went sketch. And I was like, hello, hello. And we're like, we're meeting with me. And then like nothing. I'm like, Where where would you go? (laughs) It was just the weirdest. To this day, I really don't know what happened. They might, like the last one, two meetings I had with them, they seemed high. That's the honest truth. I don't know if they like fell into (laughs) drugs. Like I really don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. But like everything was like made so much sense, so much sense, so much sense. was super legit until it wasn't. Right, Um, right. And I think that's just kind of the name of the game. And as you grow, the stakes are just bigger and higher. So when you do, you know, a a deal like that with someone, so you meet someone once, twice, it doesn't go anywhere, great, it's over. You know, you do something like this, you're investing, both sides are investing, like their side invested also, which is why it's so weird that they went sketch. I really don't know what happened to them. Um, But we both invested time, energy, a little bit of money, nothing major. Um, But the bigger you are, when it dissolves, the harder it falls.
0: (laughs) And can I, can I add one more thing to that? one of the things that i'm getting better at and if we had this podcast two months ago i would have said i so i don't check my email anymore i have an assistant i i don't get on calls i try to i try to do as little as possible because i know that i was the biggest problem in our company and we have just finally gotten to i mean we have i have an amazing sales team of people that actually understand this and can do a better job than i can do because when i'm working with you I, I do really have your best interest in mind, but I'm also thinking about other things. And, and so we had to take a step back and say, all right, Caleb, you've been the asset, the number one asset that's gotten to us to where we are. And you will get in the way of us 10Xing in the future. And, and one of the things that we're working on is I'm, I'm really trying to figure out what are my priorities. And it goes back to focus. What are my priorities per day? And what things do I need to delegate? Not, not because I can't do them but because I got to be thinking about 10 times growing. And if I, and I can't do that and actually do a great job at it. And that's also been a process, but getting an assistant for me has been a game changer. Not checking email has been a game changer. And, and it, there's also been some learning uh, curves there too. I mean, I'm, it, the, it, didn't, it wasn't great overnight, let me tell you. And it's, we're still working on it, but I know that this is the way to go and the way to grow your business. And and I know you can relate with me because- I don't check email either for the show. last six months. Yeah, And we, you, you and I are the worst because it's like, we are terrible with getting back to each other. I mean, that's, it's, a, it's amazing that we're friends.
1: Eventually connect.
0: Yeah, I think our, our assistants are better friends than you and I. But okay.
1: <laughs> well, we do talk, it's so much fun. Um, no, I totally am with you. Have you ever tried the top six?
0: The like top six priorities? Yeah. I not, I've, is that a system? No. So, I, I use Michael Hylet's, uh system what's right that? now. It's, it's just his, it's just the journal picking three priorities, figuring out what tasks, who you need to talk to. And then I just, if I just wake up and, and actually think about what I want to prioritize, that's, I'll win. It's when it's, it's when you wake up with no purpose or you just kind of start running into work or whatever. And then you're just thinking like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Yeah. That's So I don't know. I'm open to what, what this is. So I'll tell you a couple sixth. of
1: things that, that I've done and I've also been like picking up and adding on recently and, and doing with some of my elite clients. Um, everyone of the pockets is like, ooh, free advice from the elite clients. Awesome. <laughs> um, now but these are, again, like high-level productivity. So I don't touch email. Before that, and, and even before you get to this level, I do have a whole email triage strategy that I teach my clients and that I also teach our team. how to manage email. So if you are checking email, there's a way to be as efficient and effective as possible with it. Um, But you hit a point where you might be done with it and and you might never hit that point and that's okay. I have some clients who enjoy doing their own email. They work with the VA, they're in it and we do like a combination system, but definitely figuring out something that works for you with email is really important. Um, And that something might be not looking at it at all, unless your PA gives it to you. Um, so that's a bad thing, but in terms of priority and focus, so my time also has shifted a lot this year from being, you know, 90% billable hours working one-on-one with clients to being like 30% less than 30%, you know, um, billable hours, um, and much more time, you know building content for our online programs, training staff, guiding staff, because I can sit with a staff member for one hour and they can work with clients for five.
0: Yeah.
1: So I've literally just five X my time. And it probably isn't even an hour always. Cause like we do voice ones back and forth. So every meeting, like anyone that comes into our company that's working with staff, I have full regular updates on everything. I know everything's going on. My input is there. It is the best, yeah. cheapest way people can work with me, but I'm spending, my, how my time is set up has shifted drastically. Um, right. so initially there was mass panic <laughs> cause I color code. my Yeah. Calendar.
0: Oh, and you're con- control. I'm a super control on. freak.
1: So I color code my calendar also. So like dark green is like billable stuff and light green is what I call like business task time. I do this a lot when we do our master plans with our clients and our work life balance sessions. And my calendar went from like a lot of dark green to a lot of light green. I was like, Oh my gosh, we're not going to have any money, but actually we have like 10 times more. So one of the things is just making peace with the best thing for you to do at the level you're at. And, and that's just an emotional thing. And I think that it is part of the growth, which is, I think a lot of times we get sucked into doing things either because we're used to or we're afraid of the change that it would take. But just like you said, with leaving your job, like I say about leaving my job, we would never go back. You know. So yeah. like, I love yeah. doing one-on-one clients. I don't think I'll ever gonna stop, but I love even more that I can serve so many more people Right. By not work because that one hour I could work with one client or that one hour I could work with five clients. I just helped right. five people.
0: I know. You know. And you know what? You know the secret is leverage. Yeah, that's the word. And that's exactly what we're doing with people's money. That's what you need to do with your time. That's what you need to do with your influence. Everything comes back to leverage. If you can go one to many, look up the definition of leverage. It's beautiful. It's it's if you if if you create a lever. You don't have to put it, you don't have to work five times harder, but you, you can have five, 10, hundred X the impact. Totally. That's, and that's what, I mean, that's, that's what marketing is. If you do it properly is you're helping you leverage your message to one to many. And it's powerful.
1: Definitely. Definitely one of the elements. So that's piece one is just, you need to make emotional peace or every other strategy will get derailed by you. <laughs> so that's piece number right. one that we work <laughs> on with people. Yeah. And you can call it mindset, call it whatever you want, but if you don't make emotional peace with what you should be doing, every strategy I give you, you'll derail. And I've had my clients yeah. do this sometimes. So I'm like, okay, let's backtrack. Let's just agree that this is what has to happen before you keep telling me why you can't do it, you know? Um, Great, right. yeah, then thank it you. Depends on your bio, um, not biochemistry, chronobiology, right? You're more of a morning person, night person. I know some people say it doesn't matter and they can change their chronobiology. Adorable, I haven't managed it, okay? In all the years that I woke up early and still wake up early for my kids, I'm still clearer and more focused at night if I'm in a natural environment. If you leave me to my own devices, mm. I'd rather wake up at 10 and go to sleep at 2. Like, if you leave me alone, let me do whatever I want. That's what I would want. I'm happy you're staying up until two, waking up at 10. If you force me, I'll wake up at eight and I'll be functional and I'll be alive and I'll be bright. Um, And I like to tell people to plan in their time of strength. So if you're a morning person, don't try to plan at night, even though everyone says plan the day before. You're a morning person, plan the morning. If you're a night person, don't say, well, everyone says I have to plan my day when I start my day. Plan it the night before. You wake up in the morning, you're groggy, you want something to buzz and beep and tell you where to go.
0: Yeah. That's a, that's a really good point. So
1: plan that's in really your time of strength is another piece. Um, and then like actually plan. So I've been doing this thing. I found it somewhere. I don't remember where I saw it, it was called top six. I turned it into top seven. I taught it to one of my guys last week. We, for him, we did a top five. So like anywhere from like three to seven, I think is fair more than seven is too much. Um, and basically so the modification I did on this is not that it's just your top six priorities, right? So people do like the top six for the day. Um, some people do like the top six until they get them done and then another one can move up and there's different ways to do this but what happens when you get a to-do list is you've got a billion things that you need to do and so you look at them and you try to start weeding through it and it's impossible right so when you get something down to top three top five top six top seven it's a digestible up to seven we consider a cohesive whole. Um, There's a great book I read, we're going back like 15 years, um, called Entertaining for Dummies. We had a very, very open home. We lived in Jerusalem, tons of guests all the time, very often at the last minute. And so I'm like this brand new hostess, this newlywed who like, burnt water had no idea how to cook even had nothing. So I'm like, I'm going to buy entertaining for dummies. It didn't help. It was like, how do you plan your Thanksgiving meal three months in advance? I'm like, dude, I have 24 hours to host 15 people. This is unhelpful at my life stage. Uh, but one of the things that I remember it said, which I thought was genius, a dinner party of up to seven guests can hold one conversation. Past seven, the group starts splitting. There's something hmm. with the number seven that holds things together, right? Seven is the center of the six directions, right? Up, down, Northwest, east, South. So seven is the middle. Seven is the Sabbath. Like there's something to seven that holds things together. So up to seven, we can hold it. Phone numbers are seven on purpose. So seven is your max number of top tier goals. So that's one. So never Hmm. go over that. You can go under it. Don't go over it. Hmm. Um, And then once you commit to them, book them into a time slot.
0: Yeah, that's shocker. You book them and you'll actually do them. you'll actually do actually them. Do
1: that. Like the most productive yeah. people. So I started doing this and then I did more research because I'm, I'm just a, a studying geek, right? You know I mean? I love tech mm-hmm. hacks and productivity mm-hmm. hacks. And like, I listen to all these like millionaire um, productivity tools on YouTube videos. Like all that kind of junk is like what I like to right. do. So um, after I started doing this, I started law of attraction. It just started coming to me. Like all these clips of like some of the most, the most productive people live by a calendar to-do list. So you list out your top priorities, but you don't run from a list. You run from a calendar because all we have is time Hmm. and sunlight. So you set up your time with those priorities. And and if you sit down and you look at a priority and then you look at your calendar, you're like, wow, I don't know what I'm going to do that. Guess what? You wouldn't have done it. Now you just know in advance instead of afterwards. So some people are like, oh, this doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. When's it going to work otherwise?
0: (laughs) Right, You
1: got to figure out where to book that or either it's not that important to you, you're not going to do it. And then last piece, I'm giving you like, you know, six month master training in five seconds. I love (laughs) it. (laughs) The last piece is I then do, I started this years ago. um, and, And when I'm good and when we're not overwhelmed, I do actually do this in my own life. I call it the four dots, four D's. So, For your top seven, or really, you could do this with any to do list, anything on your list, but again, to do lists get too big, too long. If you're not segmenting it with a max of seven, you're having two different conversations. Um, Is every time, if this is a daily to do list, then every day when you check in on it to see if you've done it, if you haven't done something, you give it a little dot, give it an asterisk, give it a pencil dot if you want, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, If it's supposed to be a weekly, whatever you're checking in on this, that you should have done it, you put out your intent that this is going to happen in this time frame. You've checked back in. The next instance of that time frame, and you haven't done the thing you intended to do, give it a little dot. I once—I'm hmm. embarrassed to say hmm. this, but this is honest to goodness true. I had an item on my to-do list for three and a half years before I started doing. It.
0: No way, three and a half
1: years. I intended, <laughs> and
0: it was still one. on that to-do and list. It was
1: still, and I would refresh it and every time. I and this was when I still used paper. So we're going back like a good ten years. Um, now I use only electronic primarily. I, I, mm-hmm. I do write things. I like thinking with a pen in my hand, but the, the productivity tools with technology are too much better than the pen and paper tools that are available. Um, so I would like, let's say, write a new list, like cross a bunch of things it would be somebody cross out. I would refresh it and kept putting on until one day I sat and I was like, It's been three and a half years. I've never done this. (laughs) That is scary. So the four dots, four D's aims to avoid that. And I'm not sure if anyone listening maybe can relate. Maybe you've had something or two for an (laughs) extended period of time. But that was was insane. And so you give it a dot. When you hit four dots, either that means it's been four weeks, so it's been a month, or it's been four days, which is more than half a week, that you've been trying Mm -hmm. to do this thing four times. You haven't managed it. You have to do one of four D's. Either you just buckle down and do it right now. Buckle down, do it right now. Book it in your calendar right now. Like, do it now. Are you just gonna do it? You're gonna swallow the frog and just do the thing. (laughs) That's it. Yep. Yep. Or you're gonna sit there and be like, you know what? I I can't. I can't do it. And and you might say, listen, you know, it's just too big. I need to divide it. Because sometimes we put things on our list and they're too big, and we look at them, and every time we think of doing them, we're like, oh, I just can't wrap my brain around it. It might just be too big. It might be multiple smaller tasks. So break it down, divide it, see if you can take on a little piece of it. Then you can keep it there. Then it's a new item. That's cool. All right. So, or I do it or I divide it. If I can't do it because I can't do it right now, I can't divide it. Maybe I need to delegate it. I just need to give it to someone yeah. else. Why is it on my list to begin with? Maybe it doesn't have to be me. Yeah. Maybe even if someone else won't do it as well as me, but it'll still get done. So at least it'll happen. So I can delegate. Let's say I can't do it. I can't divide it. It doesn't break down. I can not delegate it. Then what? Then maybe just don't. Who says you have to? Yeah,
0: that's good. Yeah. Just
1: get rid of it. Just look, (laughs) you crossed it out. You're welcome. It's done. That thing on my to-do list for three and a half years, I just crossed it out. I was like, you know, either it's just really not that important or it's just brain clutter. Even if it is important, it ain't happening. Bye-bye. Yeah. But after four days, if you can't do it, you can't divide it. You can't delegate it. Get rid of it. You're cluttering your brain. Move on with your life. It wasn't that important or you would have made time for it. And if it wasn't important, you find a way to delegate or divide it. Get rid of it move on
0: wow this is this podcast is like two in one i love it
1: (laughs) i I love it sometimes i like forget where i am
0: (laughs) i love it (laughs) I love it so much. Uh,
1: But yeah, and there's so many productivity tools out there. When we teach it, we teach time management at the highest level of kind of goals and values and what you want to be doing with yourself and where you want to get to, and then actually structuring your time um, and time blocks and actually understanding time structures, right? Chronobiology and all of those kinds of things. And then into task management, which is the piece that I kind of just said all over you. Um, (laughs) That was fun. So maybe that'll be helpful with your focus. (laughs)
0: That's right. Well, that that's the thing is create a system and be intentional. Yeah. The the lack of intentionality is what will hurt you so with your money, with your time, with your business, with your marriage, with your relationship people. It's hard to be intentional. To be
1: intentional. And I will say though, leave a little bit of space for flexibility. Don't be too hard.
0: On yeah. Leave. Be intentional with flexibility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm and, and I, this is not fun for people that are spontaneous and obviously I'm not it's but build in time to Be spontaneous, and I know that might just totally. I'll tell you what we
1: do is you just build in gaps. The way we structure our time blocking, because I work with a lot of creatives, right? So I don't do scheduling. We do time blocking, and what we do is we make sure that there's empty spaces in your day so that you can move things around if you need. If you need to be spontaneous, you want to be spontaneous. You just do something. You won't wreck your whole plan. And depending on how much of a fly by the seat of your pants person you are, that's how big of a gap we're going to leave empty in your life for you to do, because if you don't work with the person where they're at, no system will work. I remember one, of these yeah, and, I and, and this I we should really close, but this is funny because um, you have younger siblings, you're an oldest. So I went to yeah. this woman's house once, one of my first business iterations before I, I started strand consulting, um, I was just organizational financial consulting. And even with my early clients, I would help them with their finances and bookkeeping. And I would do even home organization with them. Like one of my clients once said to me, she's like, "Estee, you did such a great job with our databases. I bet you have a system for kids clothing. I'm like, by golly, I do. And so one of these women who, like, you know, I have these skills, she's like, Estee, I don't, under, I don't know how to keep my Lego system organized. She had hired a personal organizer, you could cry, who had set her up to sort all of the Lego bricks by color in her kid's room. And she was having a hard time maintaining it. I'm like, that okay. woman is a psychopath. And you paid her money yes. for torture. This is, like ancient, this is like some kind of weird, stupid torture system that – You know who thinks up these things? That is not maintainable. My stuffed animals are kept in a giant bin. Know why? Because I can throw everything in there from across the room. Easy to maintain. You're a fly by the seat of your pants kind of person. Big gaps in your schedule to allow for all the stuff that you're going to do anyways.
0: Hundred percent agree. I think we're very similar in the way that we. I hundred. I just. I very much believe that, and it's something that. I can learn a ton from you and <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. The future is going to be an amazing thing. I, I hope that the people listening to this just hear the passion that we both have for life. And that's, I mean, that I go back. I mean, I'll end this. The person that helped me co-found Better Wealth passed away this last year oh, wow. with cancer. And one of his last words that he said to me is number one, don't forget the reason why you're why you started. Number two is be intentional with every moment. And it makes me reflect, I'm super grateful for Greg and his family and he practiced what he's preached and it, it, it's cool to see this powerful strategy come full circle and actually show up powerfully for his family. But also just is such a reminder that life is such a blessing and be intentional with the things that truly matter.
1: Oh, I love that. Okay. On that note, where can everybody find you so that they can see if you can help them if they're in the space to get off with their, the end asset?
0: Well, and the, here's the cool thing is everyone can go to andasset.com, but if they want a special bonus and they want to actually get, get, um, get what you and I have to offer them in addition to all the things that we have, they go to andasset.com slash SDRan. Uh, I got a special link. They, we etch, yeah, we have a special link mainly because I, I love the I, – I want to serve your community the best way possible. And we have a resources where they can get the book, they can uh, watch a, a Crash Course. We have an Andeser University where we are educating people on all the ins and outs on how this works. We have a one-page report, or if you give us sixty seconds of your time, you can actually see with general numbers your name, your numbers, which is really powerful. And and then at the end of the day, we're driving people to get on a strategy call with someone on my team to answer questions and to see if this is a good fit for you. And and we will know that this is your community and and. Whoever whoever's listening to this and saying, "Man, I'm I want to look into this more. I'm curious." Like we are here to serve you guys in a powerful way, and we know that education and implementation, when done well together, is the combination.
1: Love it. That that is why we're twins. It is the educational implementation that's the win. So, guys, andasset slash sdrand. We'll put that in the show notes. I love that I got a special link. I'm feeling very very complimented right now. Um, so, okay, I like to surprise my guests at the end. I didn't I didn't warn you about this one. Uh, but you do have something you can lean on. I like to ask for a quote. It doesn't have to be your favorite one of oh, all time. And yes. you did give me no, a no, good no. one at some point in the beginning with the things you can't control, don't worry about, and the things you can't control, go all in. So I, I consider that a quote. So Would
0: I be an overachiever if I gave you I two? I want
1: two. I want three. I want okay. ten. Here's, I
0: here's, here's two. The first one's by Simon Sinek. Okay. And, and he said in actually an interview that just – Loved, He said the solutions that you find your weaknesses growing up become your greatest strengths uh, I can't read by the way. And by the way, I'm a pretty good talker How because I had to be a good talker to get through school. So number one the solutions that you find your weaknesses growing up Become your greatest strengths. Don't like lean into those The second thing is by a gentleman by the name of Andy Stanley And he says that the value of your life is always measured always measured by how much of it was given away the value of your life is not determined by how successful or how much money you have, but it's determined by how much of it was given away. And so I just want to encourage everyone to be intentional, to, to be self-aware on the things that you're good at and really like don't be ashamed of that and control the things that you can control. And then ultimately live a life of service and serving others because that's where true fulfillment will come in. I
1: love that. That was beautiful. Oh Wow. Guys, I feel like after the episode, there's like a sigh. This is like, this was so deep, so profound, that it was like a two in one. We did like a total masterclass on whole life insurance and investment strategies. And then we did like another bonus one when I got on my soapbox about time and task management.
0: And I, you know what, what's interesting is when people reach out to us, they, we're, we're different. And you can tell because I, I don't know if you'll have ever talked to other people in the financial service business, but it's very, I just want to be different in everything that we do. And we start with people. And we truly do believe that, like we believe that people are everything and that's how we live our life. And that's why we can serve people at a great scale. And so thank you for giving me a platform to share with your audience. I appreciate you as a friend and I'm excited to see what the future holds with just both of our audiences, both gaining from the insights that we have life is a blessing. And, and so thank you for being part Aww, of it. Oh,
1: and thank you so much for being here. So guys, you, you might want to listen to this again a couple times, but you also should share it. I mean, then obviously you should subscribe because hello, really cool stuff. Um, but if you go to sdran.com slash 86, you'll see the show notes and you'll see the links and you'll see how to get to andasset.com slash so as long long you spell my name right. But E-S-T-I-E-R-A-N-D.com slash 86 will have all the show notes and the links for you. Um, but hit share, hit share on your Spotify, on your Google Play. Just send someone the link, sdrand.com slash 86. If they're looking at any investments, if they've been burnt before, if they need some help with their time and task management, there was a lot of good stuff in here. Share the love and share the wealth because as Caleb just said at the end, the value of your life is always measured by how much of it was given away. And we just gave you something really good to give. You're welcome. I'll catch you next week.
0: You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at strancom slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?